Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped.com, the best performance trimmer for all you guys out there. The Lawnmower 3.0 has a LED illuminated light that can show you the way when you're trimming your family jewels. And let me tell you, it's not for your mother, it's not for your sister, but you can't get one for your brother and your father and your cousin that's a boy. Don't get one for your cousin that's a girl, but get 20% off and free shipping with the code FIFTHDOWNPOD. That's 5TH, capital D, POD, down pod, fifth down pod. It'll be in the link. If you haven't followed the Instagram yet, people, it's at fifth down pod as well. And remember, if you want the best trimming experience for your family jewels down under the belt, they get Manscaped 3.0 Lawn Trimmer with the code Fit down pod for twenty percent off and free shipping. Let's get in on into the pod. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fit Down Pod. This is your host, Will Stewart. Today, my guest is a five foot eleven inch Chipotle Eaton. 86.4 fastball slinging machine. Here he is, everybody. Caleb Jones. Welcome to the podcast. Jonesy, KJ, whatever you want to call him. How we doing, baby? It's good to see you. Good to see you too, man. I'm excited for this. Yeah, man. It's it's been a while since we've uh, since we've chatted on the old. Uh, the phone, actually, even. We've texted a few times, but it's been a while, man. It's, <clears throat> it's literally yeah. since me and KJ were teammates at the old Tre- Treasure Valley Community College, uh, Chucker U. He was over at my house quite a bit. Uh, we drank a lot of beer over there in college. Shout out Chris Light. hope one day you can sponsor <laughs> me. That'd be sick. But, um, but yeah, man, it's good to see you. See, man, good times back at Treasure Valley. I was just thinking the other day too. Even before we got there, we were we were searching around on the socials, kind of got to know each other a little bit before, and kind of you know got the little hints out there, like, hey, you know, you like you like having good times on the weekends. It's like, oh yeah, I like having good times on the weekends. Yeah. So we we we, we knew we'd click, and we definitely we definitely took full advantage of that. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, those are the man. Those are the good days. Even though it was like in the worst town possible, Ontario had its like. <laughs> kind of ups you know we got like tacos me and a lot of other things but yeah i mean those are some good memories back in the day man a lot of oh, shitty sure. ones but uh a, a lot more good ones i would say oh, i'd say so too i'd say so too I mean, some of the best friends ever there man yeah there's some good guys for sure that came out of there uh so my first question is it's kind of a strange one because uh this year march madness is going to be a little different i i don't think duke's going to make it i don't think Michigan State's going to make it. I don't think North Carolina's going to make it. Kentucky. There's a lot of teams that usually are in it, in like top seeds that aren't going to make it this year. And your team is Duke. I was just kind of wondering, do you think it's just because of weird COVID season or was it just like a really sloppy year for the Blue Devils? Uh, I think a little bit of all of it. Um, you know, it's shooting is weird. I remember just kind of thinking like, man, I'm a couple of years ago, like, I may really never see, like, Duke's just so, such a good program, recruits well every year, I may never see them, like, not in the tournament, like, man, that, that's going to be sweet, sure enough, this year rolls around, um, I don't know, I'm also kind of thinking the Cameron Crazies might be, might be the big X factor for them, they play in that open gym, and I just don't think they play with the same energy, things like that, um, I think it definitely just is kind of a down year for them, like, they're definitely not the most talented roster like they always usually are. But uh, I kind of think that that empty gym they're playing in definitely plays a little bit of a factor. I mean, if he's in there, that place is rocking, one of the best home court advantages in sports. And without that, I just think they're a completely different team. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I It's it's tough this year with COVID and everything because no fans and, and all that stuff that you just said. Uh, plus, you just had your, like, star guard or was he a guard or yeah it's kind of a yeah guard forward kind of flex guy i mean he was going in the nba anyways next year but yeah, yeah i just shoot, i saw that too that was kind of shocking it's one of those like 
you know, come on, man, finish what you started. Like, don't bail on your teammates like that. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, he's looking out for his future, so can't really fault a kid for that. He's going to make a lot of money in the NBA, so. Yeah, he's going to make a lot of money. got to do what's best for him, so. Yeah. Uh, I think this year, honestly, you know it's a team I really love in the the tourney, and I've I bet on them a few times this earlier in the year, and Saint Bonnever or Bonnevere, whatever their name is. They're Bonaventure. Yeah, dude, they're a good uh, they're a good little twelve or eleven seed wherever they're normally going to end up, and I'm telling you, they're going to be a Sweet Sixteen team this year. I think that's my. <laughs> That's my sleeper Sweet 16 pick this year. I love the Bonavirs. Bonaventures or whatever the hell they're called. Years where there's going to be upsets left and right. I mean, yeah, because it's just going to be weird. Also, I wonder, are they going to literally be put in a bubble there? That's what it sounds like. I think Indianapolis is going to be the, the hub. That's good. Which is going to be sweet because, I mean, if they're only doing, like, a couple arenas all in the same city, like, there's going to just be games, like, almost every day. There's got to be. They can't, you know, stretch it out to just weekends, things like that. So we may get a full month of action. It'll be true March Madness. It'll be, it'll be sweet, I think. Yeah, I'm excited. <clears throat> I'm definitely going to put together a little bracket, um, probably, like, 20 buck buy-in, you know. So if you want to get in on that, I'll hit you up, but... I usually get quite a few people in it, so we got a big old pot, you know, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. You, you know I'm always in for stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Anybody who likes sports and making money is usually likes that, but... Two of the, two of the better things in this world, I'd say. Like, I already like March, watching March Madness, but, like, having a bracket and having, like, oh, am I going to get better than this guy? This makes it so much better. I agree. I agree. I'm excited. It will be weird without Duke in it, but it'll actually be kind of nice because I always just am so focused on Duke winning and then also getting my picks right. If Duke's out of it, I can just confidently just go with my gut on picking a lot of these games, so that'll be good. Yeah, that's true. Also, Duke usually chokes for you in the tourney. I know, gosh. Dude, they just, I, I don't know what it is, but like Sweet 16 rolls around and they just don't want to go past that. No, God, it's always frustrating, yeah. And, I'm, you know, I'm the guy who, my first bracket, I'll won't even fill out the whole thing, just take Duke straight to the championship. Yeah, of course. And then I've had a couple of years where I've had to throw the bracket away in the first week, so that's always a defeating feeling. Yeah, when they lost, they lost to, like, a 15 seed, like, I don't know, back in high school, I remember, at least. As of, uh, 2014, they lost to Mercer, 2012, yeah, lost to Lehigh. CJ McCollum's Lehigh though, so that was kind of cool to see at least. But yeah, speaking about the Blazers, they're they're pretty good without even without Nurk and all them. They're still playing really well. For real, man. Dame is <laughs> Dame's stepping up his game the last couple of years. He's become one of the most clutch players in the league. He's uh, he's a blast to watch. And after living in Portland for a couple of years, I got got a pretty good soft spot for the Blazers. The Sixers are my team I rock with, but Blazers are definitely number two. Yeah, I forgot you're a Sixers fan. <laughs> Dude, they they, uh, they beat no, they're looking good. Aren't they like first or second in the East? Uh, yeah, I think they're still first. Yeah, they're no, they're nice. They're but you know who's beat them twice now is the Blazers. And the second time they beat them, dude, uh, they didn't have Dame or CJ or Nurk or any of their guys playing. But Gary yeah. Trent Jr. went off. Yeah, he's been awesome. He's a Duke guy, so I kind of cheer for him for sure. And he's shooting the lights out of the ball this year, man. It's fun to watch. You know, that guy's sick. Also, the Blazers New York uniforms with the organ on the front is pretty sick. I do like those. A lot of this, it's weird though. Some of those city jerseys, they're either super cool or over the top. Super ugly. Like, I think the Miami Heat's cotton candy looking neon pink and blue jerseys are brutal. Yeah, it's terrible. But other, I mean, there's really no in between. The city jerseys are super cool. They, they nailed it. Some are just awful. Yeah, I mean, do the Miami? You like the Miami ones? No, I do not like the Miami. Uh, okay, ones at all. yeah, was, the Miami ones are hideous, dude. Brutal. They look like those little zebra cakes, you know, that you can buy at the store. <laughs> they're they're yes. literally atrocious. But organs are sick. Um, honestly, I didn't really watch a lot of NBA, but since I was betting on it, I uh, I started watching a lot more. But I kind of like watching basketball, especially college. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those. Uh, it's just more exciting than 
a lot of other sports. Like I love baseball, but like it's it's tough to watch a whole nine inning baseball game. You know, For there's sure. a lot of games in the season. Yeah, easy to let, easy to get kind of disinterested for a week or so because you know there's a hundred plus more games throughout the year. Yes. The NBA's a little bit like that. Too. I mean, NBA is a pretty long season, but with the COVID and everything going on, they got a little bit shorter seasons, so you, you can kind of tell the games mean a little more. Teams are playing a little harder. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the energy's up a little bit this year, which has been awesome to see. Definitely. Yeah. No, I mean. It it depends on the on the, who they play, but the Blazers are one of those teams, man, where it's like one day they could just beat a team like the Sixers without their star players, and I'm like, damn, the Blazers are for real. And then they lose to a team and I'm, that's like just dog shit, if I'm being honest. And I'm like, what? I just don't understand how that happened. And I know it's the NBA, but like, there's definitely a difference between the teams. And for sure, I think. Yeah, no, I agree, and it's, I've seen that too, and I think it's a little bit of like a, it's got to be just with the players, like subconsciously they just know, oh, we're playing this team tonight, kind of get a little lax with it, but if they're playing, you know, the Lakers and LeBron's in town, something like that, they, they definitely, the energy's a lot higher, you know, they're playing a lot tougher, trying to get that win, um, I think they definitely just, you know, they, you know the players will never admit it, but you know they're kind of thinking it. I mean, shoot, back when we were athletes, you know, high school, college even, like, if we're playing, you know, Blue Mountain or something, we know, all right, we're, we should beat these guys, and we get kind of lazy with it a little, but... <laughs> Blue Mountain. Good old <laughs> Blue Mountain. I hate to, hate to call it Mountain, but, I mean, that's, that's how it was. <laughs> it, that is really how it was, bro. But then if we were playing, like, Yakima or something, some team we were dying to beat, we were definitely locked in for that, so... I think it's just kind of the athlete's mind a little bit. Oh yeah, for sure. I uh, I hate honestly. I hated when we lost a, a Blue Mountain, but dude, I loved playing at Blue Mountain. It was a cool little park. I agree. It, was that wasn't that the one that had the little pit, uh, bullpen out in the right field? Ooh, uh, or was that Walla Walla? That was Walla Walla. They were like inside the foul lines. Yeah, yeah, dude, that shit was, was hella sick. Was. Well, Walla had a good one. Yakima was dog shit. Yeah, that's what it was. Also, Yak- also Yakima sucks. Uh, Dude, what was, they were always trying to like start some beef. I know. I'm surprised we never got in a fight with them. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I still remember that kid hitting that home run to left to like give him the lead late in the game and flip the bat up in the air, and then one of our pitchers accidentally smoked the next guy like in the shoulder. Yeah. I thought it was going down that time for sure, but... Oh, no, they were always trying to start some shit, dude. I'm telling you. Those boys yeah. were rowdy. They were mouthy little guys. They loved running their mouth. But... So, I'm uh, going to be a huge Seattle Kraken fan next year. <laughs> oh, Kraken for the NHL, yep. Yep, big Kraken fan now. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. Uh, but you're a Blues fan, correct? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, how are the Blues doing this year? And I love watching hockey, can I just tell you? Same. I uh, recently just got back, I we played it back in uh, college or whatever, but bro, like, I love watching that on the TV. It's so same. exciting. Same, and playoff hockey, I think, is some of the most fun stuff to watch, too. Postseason rolls around. You know, no shootouts anymore, so it's just sudden death over time until somebody wins. It's exciting stuff. But uh, the Blues, yeah, they uh, they're 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 looking pretty solid. I don't know. I think they're first or second in their division or conference. However, they realigned it this year. But yeah, no, they're good. They uh, I don't know their record off the top of my head, but they they should be a playoff team. We'll see if they got the West is pretty good NHL wise this year. I know Vegas is really good. Colorado's really good, um, so we'll see if we can keep up with those guys, but we'll definitely be in the mix a little, we'll be in the playoffs, and see if we can get hot again like we did two years ago. Hey, yeah, dude, they they played well a few years ago, they won the championship, right? Yeah, man, that year was a trip, they, uh, they had the worst record in the league, like 25, 30 games in, and then the last like 40, 50 games won like 30 plus of them, and just 
went from worst to like second in the league and took that into the playoffs and just kept dominating and it was it was one of those things that kind of goes under the wayside because hockey's not as popular as other sports in America but one of those pretty pretty well, it should be seasons. It should be because hockey's the shit, dude. Honestly, I was I used to hate on it, but dude, it is. I don't know why I did because it's so it's so exhilarating when they're like, dude, it's so fun. I bet it's everyone's like, oh, it's even better live, and I'm sure it's true. So I need to go to a game. I've never been to an NHL game, but that uh, like minor league hockey team in Portland, I went to a couple of those games, and it is cool. I mean, it's just fast paced. The Blackhawks never really a dull moment in it. There, always a chance, always a chance of a fight breaking out at any second. Oh, dude, that's what I that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. Big fight guy in hockey. Oh yeah, we need more. We need more of that. What are you drinking on? Um, well, all we got in here is natural light, so kind of taking it back to the college yeah, days, huh? College days, yeah. But uh, hey, it's all we had. Figured right. I'd, if I was hopping on the Fifth Down podcast, I needed to drink in my hand. So, <laughs> are you still living at home? No, I'm not up in Boise now. Uh, moved here right around July. Just moved in with uh, one of my longtime best friends from Twin Falls. Two of his roommates that I became friends with over time. So, nope. yeah, uh, we got a pretty good setup here. Good, good life right now. Good life right now. Hey, that's what we like to hear, man. By the way, your Blues are nine and five. In case you're wondering, nine they're five. second in the West over the Vegas Knights, who are ten and three. Ooh, I was say Vegas. Vegas is probably the team to beat in the West this year. Yeah, dude, uh, it's it's weird how they're a team in Vegas is really good. I know, man. But, anyways, uh, so I got this little segment. We're gonna start this a little bit earlier than normal, but just because I wanted to. So it's called. Pod decks, and this one is called What the Heck? So it's five random questions, which I also do the two-minute drill, but this is cool, and I like this one. So here we go. I'm going to ask you, KJ, what is the scariest sound you could hear in the middle of the night? Scariest sound you hear in the middle of the night? Um, I'd probably just go with like a loud like bang, like a, almost like a gunshot type sound. Yeah, that would that would definitely wake me up, give me shaking a little bit, especially just not knowing where I came from. <laughs> yeah, I think mine would have to be like someone like walking that wasn't my like I wasn't someone that I was like walking upstairs that I wasn't living with, you know. Oh yeah. Or like yeah yeah. Just but, any sort. But of- I'm always locked and loaded, so don't try me. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What? I remember me and like I can't think like some of your roommates were in on it, but those softball girls wanted to freak you out, so they put that like animal sound noise in your room. Ah, uh, that shit scared me to death, dude. <laughs> I seriously <laughs> thought my room was possessed. Yeah, I was on the I was on the funny side of it, so I was laughing at it. But if that was happening to me, man, I would have been just as pissed as you were. I remember that. I was pissed, but dude. Yeah, that was scary. That might be one of the scary moments in my life, dude. That shit freaked me out. I seriously, <laughs> d- on everything, I thought I was, there was a demon in my room. And it was just the most god-awful, like, animal screeching noise. It was, it was, oh, it was hideous. <laughs> uh, what is the most embarrassing or worst thing your parents ever caught you doing? Oof. Oh, yikes. That's a tough one. <laughs> Mom and Dad, if you're listening, you can press pause or, or skip 30 seconds. Like, I mean, there's there's obviously an obvious answer out there, but I don't know if I ever did get caught. Yeah. Um, I don't think, uh, yeah, me either. Yeah, I usually kept that, I, you know, I kept that on lock. Um, I probably, I mean, this is a little more lighthearted, so I have, like, all these collections of like mini football helmets. I got obviously all the NFL, a couple conferences in college, and I would still like mess around and play with those things until I was like 15, 16. So I was just scared, like catching me with that. It's like these are my little kid toys, almost my little, little kid helmets. Hey, no, I, I used to have those helmets too. Dude, those helmets were the shit. Oh, for real! Every Sunday when I was a kid, I'd line them out all the matchups. I know my dad loved it because that was the only reason he knew who the heck was playing that day. 
Um, but I don't know, yeah, probably just playing around with those when I was 16. They'd see me and they're like, I'm still playing with your helmets, huh? I'm like, yeah, you got me. Hey, those are probably worth some money. That's what I'm thinking. That Yeah, I definitely still got them. I think they're just stored in my room back home, but I'm definitely going to hang on to those because I got some like of a the throwback ones too, like the old Patriots helmet where it's kind of that guy like down ready to snap the ball. Yeah, dude, I have one of those too, I think. Dude, I collected those things too, and I'm, sports cards are making a comeback now too. Yeah. Yeah. I Shoot, I, I got some good ones on my house somewhere too. Those are all stored up too. Yeah, me too. It's amazing what – I probably have a lot of money up in the storage or whatever. Anyways, yeah. has anyone started a rumor about you? If so, what was it about? I don't know if they have. Not one that I can think of. Um, yeah, not one that I can think of. Dang, I wish I had an answer for that one. That's a good question. You just must be a lovable guy, no? No rumors about I, I, I try to be. I try to. Um, if humans came with a warning label, what would yours say? Probably, let's see. Warning, kid likes to have too much fun. Yeah. I'm, uh, the weekend rolls around, I can be all gas, no brakes every now and then, so. Hey, we like that. You're what's called the hype guy. We need a hype guy everywhere, you know? True. That's true. I like yeah. that. I like that. We, we spent a lot of times in the backseat getting driven home pretty pretty heavily Coors <laughs> lighted up. Oh, and yeah. uh, we had some, like, Betos or whatever on the way home. And those are, like, once again, the good days, man. I am, man. I miss them. I miss them. Uh, sometimes me too. <clears throat> Have you ever accidentally texted someone the wrong thing meant for a different person? And how did it turn out? Uh, yes, I don't remember exactly what I said. I think it was, oh, she might have been like a girlfriend I had back like early college and high school. Trying to, you know, send her something a little, a little, a little flirty and accidentally sent it to the to the boys instead and kind of got roasted for that one <laughs> that's I, don't, tough. I don't remember exactly what it said but i've definitely done that before that's that's a pretty that might be an embarrassing that's one of the more embarrassing little moments too when you do that and you realize oh no oh yeah that is nothing not worse than the boys roasting you about something <laughs> exactly and it's just right there for them yeah it's just an easy toss-up yeah that's yeah i've definitely done that before that's that's a tough tough swallow uh, back to NHL. Do you think? Do you think uh, the Blues can pull off a playoff vic- like chance this year? And do you think they beat the Vegas Knights in the playoffs? <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, I think the nice thing about hockey playoffs too is it's kind of just whoever gets hot at the right time. It really is, man. We've seen eight seeds beat one seeds in the first round, things like that. So it's definitely not. You gotta you gotta bring it every day. It's definitely not a lock, just because you're a higher seed to win. So, I think if they just get get guys healthy at the right time or playing good, moving the puck, getting the puck to the net, yeah, who knows what can happen. But before now that I'm going to be a Kraken fan, but this season I and uh, the past few seasons I've been a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. So last year it was kind of sick because they won the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. But yeah, but I love the Stamkos dude. He's my I love him and playing in the NHL with him, dude. Nothing bad. Yeah, he's, uh, he's he's one that when the Lightning won last year, he was like, "All right, Stamkos, Stamkos deserves a cup." Yeah, dude, he's, he's a, a baller. He deserves that ring. He is the man. He's been with him for a while. Yeah, he has. He's definitely a vet. One of those guys you're sitting around like this guy deserves one, kind of like a Mike Trout. <sighs> yeah. Um. Well, who do you think wins it overall this year? It's like you got to put your money on it. Who would you say wins? If I had to put money on it, I'd probably go with Vegas. Vegas? Yep. Vegas is pretty loaded. Um, I think the West has got a couple good teams at the top, but other than that, it drops off pretty hard. So if they can be playing well, they should make it out of the West pretty easily. And then, uh, you know, the East. I mean, Capitals, Penguins kind of teams that are always good are pretty good again, but... I would, uh, I'd, I'd rock with Vegas for sure. Vegas is pretty good, man. The, I, I wish that when I was in Vegas, both times they were away 
when I was there so that I couldn't go to a game. And then right. I went this earlier this year and COVID was happening, so, you know, they weren't playing. So, But anyways, so I mentioned that we went to college together and, you know, played baseball. And then you continued after Treasure Valley and went somewhere else and played, uh, mm-hmm. ended up in Portland. And now you're back in Boise. So, like, what's life been like after, like, college sports for you, like, in college? Like, how are you just into, like, being, like, you know, someone say an adult? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, it's tough for sure. Um, just kind of that initial shock. I mean, it's always nice, to, you know, the crazy thing is like when you're in college sports and, you know, waking up early, going to weights all the time, things like that. In the moment, you're kind of like, dang, like I would just love a break. Yeah. You know, I want a break. This, you know, again, I got to do this again. This kind of sucks. But, and then you finally get that break and you're like, man, like, I miss being around my teammates, you know, miss those moments that I often complained about in the moment. Um, so I definitely missed it early, but it's it's been nice. It's been a good adjustment. I think a lot of, obviously, the like work ethic skills, things like that you get from being a college athlete, it's, it translates well into, you know, getting into the workforce, things like that. Um, so that, all that was a pretty smooth transition. Um, definitely miss baseball, though. Well, my... My heart misses baseball. My arm does not. Yeah, same. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Um, but no, it's it's been good. It's you know kind of tough to find the the motivation to stay in shape each and every day because you know you kind of finally get that break and it's kind of nice to just chill for a bit. But yeah, um, but it's been good. Um, definitely miss. I miss a lot of like the social aspects of it, being around the teammates every day, things like that. But um, definitely not dying to get into any men's leagues or anything like that. My arm is loving the break it's getting, so it's uh, I don't know, it kind of comes in waves, little spurts. I'm like, dang, it'd be nice to to lace them up one more time. But other than that, it's it's been good. It's been nice. Um, got all four years in, so I definitely got enjoyed it while it lasted. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's how I feel, man. I miss. I mean, there was a moment there where I was kind of having some like, damn, I'm never gonna have a uh, like those memories again, you know. And you kind of get like sad about it, but then you kind of realize like you'll make some new ones, you know. Like those were really good times, but like you you know yeah, long life heady and stuff. But hey, you know, we were dumb. We did some dumb shit back in the day that we <laughs> probably would never do now you know but well i don't know i'd probably still drink a lot of beers like i did but but that's all right um what was i gonna say kind of just kind of like growing up into it looking back it's like dang like we really did do a lot of crazy stuff but it makes good stories you know i think that's you know a lot of people didn't get experience some of the stuff we did especially being college athlete it's kind of like a fraternity now you they're you know, college baseball players have played at small schools like that, and it's crazy how you kind of have a lot of the same experiences, same stories, so yeah, it's uh, definitely kind of a little fraternity, a little brotherhood of college baseball players and college athletes in general, so yeah. it's uh, a lot of good a lot of good conversation pieces, makes it easy to make new friends, things like that. For sure. Yeah, now, you know Coach Sutton's uh, uh, for the Twins now? Did you know that? He's like coaching yeah. minor league baseball. Is it, I think it's a, what, single-A team, I want to say? Yeah, pretty, it's good for him, though. Oh, yeah. Well, so when I went to that school in Portland, Concordia, uh, he was still at Montana State Billings. And, I mean, shoot, every time we played them, their, their team just absolutely shattered every hitting record that that school had. I mean, they were impossible to pitch to, man. They just laced everything. I think they won the conference both years I was there. Was that so, wasn't there a lot of our guys from Treasure Valley there? Yeah, there was. It was actually awesome playing against those guys because I mean, shoot, Kate Hall was there, Chase Teeter was there, Sam Wong, uh, Tanner, who you lived with for a little bit. Yeah, um, just you know, a lot of the same guys. So every time we played them, it was always good. When they came to Portland, they came over to my house and hung out for a bit. When we were in Billings, we went out after the series, um, snuck out of the hotel room to go to go hit the bars with them. Oh yeah, of course. Good, you know, good little things like that, which kind of ties back into what I was saying. You know, you play it, you know, somewhere like Treasure Valley, and you just make a bunch of friends, and then now you're out and about, and you see someone you played with, and 
easy to easy to restart that friendship, you know. Easily, yeah. Well, plus I know guys that are from Eugene that are just like a couple of them that have gone to Treasure Valley, and it's like what a small world, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a small little city of Ontario brought us all together, man. It's crazy. It is crazy. Some good memories from Ontario, though. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like life after college has been pretty easy to adjust to, though. I mean, I got a good job. I got a good girlfriend. I got um, everything's going good. Um, that being said, though, I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you. I miss those times, but it's time to move on. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It's it was a it was a phase of our life for a reason, but definitely one I would never take back. So it's good to have that in the pocket. A lot of great stories, like we said. So I know you're a big Cowboys fan. We've talked about it in the past episodes, and I don't know what the hell went wrong with the Cowboys this year. But man, it was it was hard to watch because I mean when when they lost Dak, I knew they were weren't going to be that good, but. Even with Dak, they were struggling. I mean, they were putting up crazy numbers, but they were still getting their ass kicked on defense. So, uh, I was going to say, the offense was a blast to watch. I mean, Dak was obviously a bright spot. CeeDee Lamb was an awesome bright spot. But the defense on the complete opposite end was brutal to watch. I mean, it just, I mean, they were so helpless sometimes, and it was just frustrating. And then, of course, the NFC East in general is just that, terrible too so they were never like completely out of it oh yeah <laughs> we're sending andy dalton out there and garrett gilbert at times and it was just like man, like if we win we're right there but garrett we're not gonna gilbert. win because we're just not good enough yeah i mean do you think are they they're keeping dak for sure right oh they better they better i don't know if there's many other good options out there you don't want carson wins absolutely not dude who wants Carson Wentz I mean let's be real here come on I mean he's uh, he's decent but I would take Jalen Hurts over Carson Wentz any day of the week I would too I mean I had an Eagles fan argue with me today at work that they wouldn't they would take Carson Wentz and I'm like bro what see that's why that's why I have a hard time with Eagles fans like because they believe that they 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 want Carson Wentz still it's like after what you just saw this year they're like, everyone's like blaming Doug Peterson. It's like, dude, Doug Peterson won you guys a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come uh, on. Yeah, I don't know what their what their boner with Carson Wentz is all about, but... Uh, just, they yeah, love the guy. Dude. Carson is through and through an eagle for life, apparently, there. I mean, shit, they build a statue of Nick Foles, and he doesn't even... <laughs> he's <laughs> he's been to like two other teams since then. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, hey, as a Cowboy fan, if they do keep Carson Wentz, cool, because I think that means we'll beat them. <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, I love watching the Cowboys-Eagles games always. They are good. I mean, that's a, like any division game we shoot, you know, as well as a Seahawks fan, too. If you're playing someone in your division, it's it's going to be a close game no matter what, no matter what the records are. Oh, I anytime the Seahawks play a division play uh, game, it's just like... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet on it because I I know how they play against those teams. Like the we always struggle against the Cardinals. We and we always struggle against the Rams. We usually beat the 49ers the last couple of seasons, but but yeah, um, it's it's been tough as uh, to bet on those games. So I I can't I can't do it anymore because. I it's also a double whammy because like if I bet on the Seahawks and they lose and it's like come on I lose exactly. I lose money and as a, I like I don't have a hard time betting on the Seahawks so yeah I always I mean I always have a hard time kind of mixing business and pleasure like that because obviously I'm so invested in the Cowboys but one little theory I tried for a while was like all right I'll bet against the Cowboys so if they lose at least I won the bet I'm happy. But if they win, all right, sure, I lost the bet. The Cowboys won, so I'm still happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tried that theory out, and, I mean, it worked a little bit, but I definitely, uh, I think I'm just going to kind of stay away from the Cowboys for a while. Yeah, the, the Cowboys are also, like, I was betting on them early in the season, and they were just screwing me over every time, and I was like, you know what, screw the, screw the Cowboys, I'm not betting on them again. Guess what, I bet on them again, and they screwed me again, and I go, why did I do it? <laughs> Why did I do it? 
I took the points, and I'm like, no way they lose by that many points. They lost by double that points. And I'm like, good <laughs> lord, dude. Like the yeah. Redskins when they got shit on. on I was going to say, that was, I was just about to say, that was the worst game of the year. It's like, all right, Washington, another bad team in the division. We can beat them. And then we got only scored three points. Andy Dalton gets his head knocked off, and the team just sits there and watches him. Which was one of the sad moments of the year. It's like, man, we just really don't even want to play for each other. There's no, you know, camaraderie there. Like, we're just letting this dude get rocked and no one's going to defend him. That was, that was tough to watch. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine being a Cowboys fan. Like, I, they would show him in the stands and it's like, <sighs> dude, do you think Jerry Jones is a problem? Because I really truly think it's deep down him. I do too, honestly. He does. It's he hard does. to be a. How are you a Cowboys fan, and how do you feel about Jerry Jones? I so as a businessman, obviously I love him. I mean, look at what he's done. We got that awesome, beautiful stadium. I mean, I know America's team is kind of a cliche little thing that anyone outside of Dallas hates, but I mean, it's kind of true just because of the brand they have. I mean, that's kind of all him, but he just does too much on the football side of things. Yeah, like when you know, maybe it's hire a you know like football-minded type GM that can handle all the football moves, and Jerry just focuses on making money because he's good at that. But yeah, I think deep down, and it's it's kind of sucks because he's got his whole family in the front office now. So even when he does finally kick the bucket, it's just going to be his son that takes over. So it's going to be a a Jones family operation for quite some time, I think. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, some other big money maker can come in and buy him out somehow. But no, I'm I'm not a Jerry football and fan really. But I think what he does for the organization on the money side is pretty impressive. But I wish he'd take a step back a little. No, Jerry Jones uh, definitely needs to take a step back. But I mean, hey, it's not going to happen because it's Jerry Jones. But anyways. I'm going to do a segment called the two-minute drill now here with you, KJ. And I'm going to put two minutes on the clock, and we're going we're gonna to see how well you do with, uh, with answering the old questionaries. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on the clock starting. You ready? Yeah, well, I'm ready. Now, favorite gum? Favorite gum? Uh, oh, shoot. What's it called? Uh, Big League Chew. Got to be. Oh, yeah. First classic. What's your least favorite celebrity? Least favorite celebrity? Oh, man. Um, that's a good one. Um, probably Kylie Jenner. <laughs> that's tough. Wow. <laughs> Biggest regret in life? Biggest regret in life? Not going to a big-time, like, football college. Like, Yeah, I'm with you on that stadium, one. Division one college, like, Game day is just party day the whole day. Oh, I'm with you on that one. Longest golf shot. Oh, probably like I'm not. A, I'm not too big of a heavy hitter in golf. I try to keep it as straight as possible. Probably like two sixty, two fifty. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You uh, Coors or Bud Light? Coors. For yeah, sure. for sure. Who's your sports hero? Sports hero. Um, I'm gonna go with Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. If you had one thing to change in life before you die, what would it be? Um, well, shoot. In the theme while we were talking about the uh, Cowboys, uh, find a way to get rid of Jerry Jones. <laughs> Blackjack or Texas Hold'em? Um, Texas Hold'em. I'm the opposite. I'm Blackjack. Vegas or Miami? Um, I've never been to Miami, but I'm going to go my, I've been to Vegas and Vegas is nice, but Vegas is one of those places. If you've been there once, you've been there a hundred times. I feel yeah. like, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Miami just for, for the, you know, not knowing part of it. Yeah. Miami is, Miami is nice. Netflix or Hulu? Ooh. Um, I think Hulu's got better options, honestly. Yeah. Netflix, I agree. I agree Netflix takes too many things off. I agree lately. Well, you ran out of time, but I'm still going to answer these last two with you. All right, all right. Who wins the Super Bowl next year, in your opinion? 
Next year. Um, obviously, I think the Chiefs are obviously always going to be a safe bet, but uh, you're not going to like to hear this, but a team I'm big on after their recent acquisition, uh, the L.A. Rams. I hate, I know, dude. Playing against Matt Stafford is going to suck. I know. I think Stafford's awesome, too, and he's obviously hungry to finally be on a good team, so I think, I think he's going to ball out next year. Obviously, the defense is great. Coaching's great. I think uh, the Rams are my sleeper. It's it's gonna be a tough division, especially. I don't think Deshaun Watson's gonna get traded, but dude, if he does, that would be crazy if he ends up on the Forty ers Yeah, I was gonna say the Niners are a quarterback away from being just as good as anyone else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The last question is: If you won the lottery, what would your first purchase be? Hmm. Probably season tickets for the Cowboys or the Reds. Well, I mean, shit, you could get, get them both. That's true. Lottery, yeah, that's that's right. We're doing it all. Shoot, throw the Sixers in there too then. Yeah, yeah you can pay <laughs> for the plane. You'd be doing a lot of flying back and forth. That'd be kind of sick. That's true. That's true. I'm not a huge flight guy. I get too uncomfortable <laughs> on this part. Yeah, I mean, I it's... If I know the sports games on the other side, I can I can tough it out. It's actually interesting. I am deathly afraid of heights. Like I I hate heights, but I love flying. I mean, turbulence kind of scares me. Obviously, I don't I don't really like turbulence. That shit's kind of scary. But but I do enjoy flying and like traveling through the airport and stuff. Like sometimes the airport people piss me off, like because they walk slow and everything. But like mm-hmm. for the most part, I really enjoy traveling. And I've never necessarily had like a terrible like flying experience like oh my tickets are messed up i gotta talk to a bunch of people like it's all gone pretty smoothly for me so i never have a bad flight experience so i definitely got nothing against it i would hate like this is weird too because i want to go to hawaii so bad it's like a bucket list thing for me i've never been to hawaii i think it'd be awesome but flying over just straight water for that long would scare me a lot actually oh yeah dude i did it and it was actually kind of sick uh but yeah, I went to Hawaii for the first time a few years ago, and it was on my bucket list as well. And dude, oh, I need to go back because I lo- it's KJ. It's incredible. Uh, I it's cannot. incredible. The water is the bluest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, did you ever go to Blue Pool when you were up in Portland? I don't think I did. No. Well, the water was bluer than Blue Pool, and that's crazy because that water is pretty damn blue. I'm say it got blue in the name. It's got to be. Yeah, literally, it's got blue in the name. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, back to the NFL talk. I, I just had some questions because there's a lot of trade talk and rumors, and I don't know what the draft's going to look like uh, and who's going to draft first, blah, blah, blah. What do you, who do you think these guys land on? Like, where do you think Deshaun Watson, does he stay? Does he get traded? Do you think. Um, Wentz ends up on the Colts. Like, where do you think all these guys end up on? Um, Watson's a tough one. I mean, Houston's clearly being pretty stingy about keeping him, but, I mean, that guy wants out, and he should want out. I mean, they just released J.J. Watt. I mean, they're going through full rebuild. Um, I think I think Wentz is Colts or Bears for sure. Watson... I think Watson the Niners could be sweet. Watson to the Broncos could be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I saw some thing the other week that like the Jets and the Dolphins were kind of two of his main spots. The Dolphins would be cool. The Jets would not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why anyone would want to go play for the Jets. Um, I think Watson to the Dolphins would be cool. And then maybe let Tua try to rebuild in Houston. Um... And then draft-wise, I mean, Lawrence is going to go to Jacksonville for sure. Um, Fields is going to – and the BYU kid. Everyone's big on the BYU kid, and I'm not at all really. Yeah, I don't, Zach Wilson? Zach uh, Wilson, yeah. Yeah, he's – well, I mean, he's pretty good, but BYU – I mean, come on, that's BYU. I know. Like, oh, really? I just don't see him produce in college. I mean, but then again, I don't know, man. Like, a lot of these guys just come from no-name schools, and I'm like, all right, good for you. So who knows? Maybe he's the real deal. I don't know if it's just me, but Zach, that Zach Wilson kid just has a very punchable face. <laughs> he reminds me of, like, Johnny Manziel and them. Yeah, he's just got that pretty boy, just punchable face to him. Kind of like Baker Mayfield. 
Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, Baker Mayfield pisses me off. Dude, people say I look like Baker Mayfield. I don't even, I'm like, what? I look nothing like Baker Mayfield. Oh, people say you look like Baker Mayfield? Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I... Yeah, I don't really see it. Even after you mention it, I'm not seeing it. By the way, that is not me saying that after I just called him a pretty boy. That's not me comparing <laughs> that. But I just, it reminded me of that. Uh, anyways. Yeah, man, I miss Tacos Mi Ranchito. That place was hit. Uh, you sent me a Snapchat a while back and was like, remember these place? Uh, dude, every time when I was living in Portland and was driving home to Idaho, I'd swing in there, grab it. The best part, dude, it's the same, like, workers that used to always, like, kind of fuck with us at times. Yeah. Those same, just kind of couple old Hispanic guys. Oh, man, what a time. Great place. Dude, that place is killer. I know. When you were asking my favorite restaurant, I was like, well, I mean, I eat Chipotle a lot, so I'll just say that for now. But, like, you know, I, if I could go to Tacos Me every day still, I probably would. Dude, I love Tacos Me. And we went there at least three or four times a week. Oh, every dude, week. we went there so many times. I ended up having to switch my order around because I got it so many different times. <laughs> I think we ran them out of, like, the because they had those punch cards. Like, buy, you know, everyone has them. Like, buy 10 meals, get the 11 free or whatever. Yeah. And we, like, basically ran them out of those. <laughs> they didn't have any more. I know. They had to start keeping track. I don't remember if it was you or Tanner, but we were there once, and he gave his card to, like, one of the freshmen we were taking there to, like, get an extra stamp. But he had a free, like, apparently he just didn't read it and had a free one. And so he gives it to this freshman. The freshman comes back just with his food. And I think, was it, does it sound like you or was it Tanner? I think this was definitely Tanner. I think it was too. Now that you mentioned it, um, but he comes back with just his food. So Tanner's like, "Hey, like, where's you know, where's my card back?" He goes, "Oh, dude, like, I think I think it was a free one. Like, they just took it." <laughs> so he used Tanner's free one. That's actually hilarious, though. It was. It was funny. Tanner was. You know how Tanner is. He got all pissed about that. It was funny. Yeah, I'm sure he was pissed off about that. But yeah, I mean, I. There's nothing really compared. I mean, Chipotle is good, but I don't know. Chipotle, tacos meat just kind of hit different. Dude, it was just that, like, homegrown, home-cooked feel to it. And yeah, it's just, it, and it was, like, made with, like, love because you saw it get made. Did you get the quesadilla or the burrito? I was burrito. I would go half chicken, half uh, beef. Yeah. It's a that good combo. So, I mean, if you, besides getting season tickets, what else would you do with the lottery winning money? I'm curious because I feel like with the lottery money, I would definitely buy a lot of stuff. But it would be hard to say what right now. But I could blow that easily right away. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm a big more like – I'd probably just travel a shit ton because I'm definitely more of like an experience over like personal items kind of guy. Oh, for sure. Like I don't necessarily need the nicest car. I mean – I want a nice house when I'm older, obviously, but not like they're nice, you know. I don't need all that. I just want to, you know, travel, make memories, obviously, hopefully with my wife and kids when I'm older, things like that. So I'd probably just travel like crazy, make that Hawaii trip finally happen. Yeah. Go to Europe, go to Europe maybe. Dude, you need to go to Hawaii no matter what at one point in your life. Yeah, maybe take no. your wife when you propose to her one day and take her there for your honeymoon. There we go. There we go. Yeah, now we're oh, thinking. Every every girl likes Hawaii. Yeah. I've never met someone that doesn't like Hawaii, especially a girl. Every, every girl loves a chance to throw their, their best bikini on and, you know, show off a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, your Reds, do you think they do well this season? Also, what's going on with baseball? I heard it's a full season. Yeah, I think it sounded like it will. They were in some talks about just, like, delaying the start of it, I think, for... I don't even know what reason, really. Um, but, no, I think the players shut that down. Cause, well, I was reading something, obviously, the um, like just MLB was trying to push the season back, but the players' organization was like, no, like we've been on these like set off-season training schedules to where, like, you know, if we delay that, like we're just going to be way off in our progress, you know, ramping up for the season, pitchers especially. Um, so I think they shut that down. So it's going to start on time, be a full season, I think. Um, probably no fans still, but we'll see. Um, wow. but yeah, spring, spring training started today. Pitchers and catchers reported today. So, get this, uh, bro! Breaking news: 
Fernando Tatis Jr. of the San Diego Padres, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 14-year, $340 million contract extension with the Padres. That just, like, just dropped? Yeah. Wow. That is 14 years? That's a long time. The guy hasn't even played a full season. I was going to say, that's a Padre for life kind of deal right there. That is brazy, dude. I cannot believe that. Wow. Those long contracts are scary. I mean, if you get a guy, especially baseball, like there's just some weird... He's going to be like 30-something years old by the time he's done with that contract. Oh, yeah. Sheesh. Good for him, though. No kidding. Get paid, yep. Getting paid and don't have to worry about it for the rest of your life? Three hundred and forty yeah, sure. mil, bro, that's insane. That's a lot. I can't believe that just dropped while we're on the air here. That's awesome. Yeah, that's actually super cool. But yeah, um that's a lot of money. I don't think my Mariners make the playoffs once again this year. It's just But I'll tell you what, Kyle Lewis won rookie of the year last year and he's he is a real deal, dude. He is awesome. So I have a cool story actually. Um, so when I lived in Portland, Cincinnati came and played a three-game series in Seattle, like, late September, the last, like, full season they had. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, I'm taking a week off of work, going up there, like, try to find some buddies to go with me. They're like, no, like, I gotta work, sorry. I was like, all right, cool. So I mopped down to Seattle by myself, just get a hotel room, go to two games. It was Kyle Lewis's debut. Hit a two-run home run in the eighth inning to give the Mariners a 2-1 lead. They end up winning, like, 4-2. And I just remember being there like, this kid's going to be good. Yeah, dude, he was good. He's a real deal. Yeah, he, he was just kind of that late season call-up in September. The year, you know, he won rookie of the year last year because it was his first full season. Um, but he only played like 20 games that year when I went and saw him. But yeah, his debut and, oh man, it was it was electric. It was cool to see. I love, dude, Safeco Field, well, now it's T-Mobile. But That's right. T-Mobile Field is, is super, like, it's fun. It's a fun stadium to be at. I agree. I, I enjoyed it very much. It was a beautiful night. Roof was open. Yep. A lot of very cool place to watch a game. A lot of pink. Yeah, with the T-Mobile going on now. Yeah, really it's, it's a little too much pink. I like pink, don't get me wrong, but that's a lot of pink going on in there. Yeah, it kind of is. Could get a little overwhelming at times. It's so bright, too. Yeah, and they got those, like, there's nothing better, though. You got the smelly notch, uh, smelly uh, garlic fries, and everybody's eating nachos with jalapenos on them. You got big beers, and the guy's going, hey, crackers, roll vine, roll vines here, get your peanuts, get your beer. It's just like, it's cold beer. It's <laughs> cold beer. It's just one of those, like, good, good environments, you know? I love yeah. a baseball game. Nothing better than going to one, but watching it on TV, boring as hell. It really is. I, that's definitely one sport. Being there live makes the whole experience. Absolutely. Football games are fun. I mean, obviously, every like live sports are cool. But, like football games, there's it's just such a big stadium. Like even if you're up in a decent seat, it's kind of the action's just so far away. Yeah, it can be kind of hard. But live baseball is is where it's at for sure. Oh, definitely. But yeah. Um, but yeah, as for my Reds, they. I think they're good enough to sneak in the playoffs again. We still got, I mean, losing Bauer, obviously we kind of saw that coming. Definitely couldn't afford that guy after the season he just had. Yeah, that's tough. He got paid stacks for a season, right? Yeah, I think it's like three years, 150 or something crazy like that. That's crazy, man. That short-term deal, but he's going to cash out while he's at it. Um, But we still got our two other really good arms. Um got a couple young guys that are going to hopefully just progress keep progressing but we'll see we had a bunch of uh free agent shortstops we had our eye on and didn't sign any of them yeah <laughs> i know we had our eye on like dd gregorius for a while um marcus simeon from the a's um i think those were the big two but yeah weren't able to land either of those guys so we're kind of without a you know established shortstop right now but Pitchers and catchers reported today at spring training. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, they uh, they should be okay. They're not going to be terrible, which I've had a couple of years watching them sneak in 60 wins, but they'll definitely be worth watching. I just hope they got enough for a whole season, but we'll see. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, man, I think that's uh, all the questions I got for you today. It's been a blast having you on. It's, it seems like, hey, it's been forever since we've talked, but like, it just seems like we just picked up from where we left off, you know? Exactly. It's man. one of those you friendships know. that you'll have for life because you're just like, it's, yeah. you don't have to talk every day, you know? We can just pick it up exactly. and bring it back where it is. It's awesome, too, man. I got, obviously, tons of respect for guys like you. Like, obviously, you dabbling in the betting now, so you're kind of just a sports fan in general, but you stay real true to your teams, and, you know, you always... We're one of those guys that we're watching every game. I hate fans that, you know, say they like this team, but yeah. Sunday rolled on and they're asking who they're playing and not watching the games, things like that. I mean, For back real. in the day, me, you, and Laird definitely sat down and watched our teams very thoroughly. So mm-hmm. there's a couple times the Seahawks and the Cowboys played each other that we when we lived together a lot. <laughs> For real, those were always those were always scary times in the house. I one, actually uh, still remember when Tanner. Or yeah, Tanner threw a, a water bottle at my TV and broke it because yes. I I won I, I the Seahawks won. He was pissed because <laughs> he I bet did. he bet me uh, and he threw a water bottle. So he ended up having to pay me and get me a new TV. <laughs> There's actually one more story I want to bring up. It's yeah, it's a topic of the NFL, but. Uh... So, obviously, I mean, our boy Herbie had a great rookie season. Oh, yeah. Killer. Absolutely awesome. Um, I actually drafted him in fantasy, like, just late. Like, oh, rookie, like, if he pops off, great. Oregon guy, I got to snag him. And then he ended up carrying my team for most of the year. Yeah, he's um, a baller, bro. But, but uh, that trip me and Laird took to Eugene, one of the most fun weekends we had, hands down. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that was Herbie's first start. Yeah, dude, that was, was crazy, crazy, right? It was. I mean, the whole the whole stance yelling Herbie, Herbie, and oh, it was just awesome. And uh, they're playing UW, and he goes out, throws a pick, the first first drive. Yeah, and then they're all like, "This guy sucks." <laughs> they end up losing by like fifty. Yeah, I mean, the, the Ducks were not good that year, but no, I mean, they just got blasted by UW. I think we left at like halftime. We're like, all right, let's just head back to. To your buddy's house. Yeah, dude, that was a fun weekend. Yeah, no, that was awesome, man. That was definitely one of the most fun times. Yeah, it was just crazy seeing Herbert, like, you know, be the face, you know, face of the league between the rookies this year, and just knowing we were we were there for the start of it all. That was really cool. Yeah, dude, it is surreal, dude. It's crazy. He run rookie of the year too, which is insane. But he just looks so like comfortable in the. I mean. And I remember watching him at Oregon thinking, like, he'd make some throws and, you know, receiver would drop it or something. I'm like, that's a throw. That's a play that NFL receivers catch. Yeah. This guy's got the arm and body for the NFL. He's ready to go. But to see him actually go out and show it was, was pretty sweet. Yeah, no, he's, he's like, best friends with my good buddy, Kellen. He's been on the show a few times. And mm-hmm. he, he invited uh, my other good buddy, Tate, out uh, to Pebble Beach. And they played at Pebble Beach, which is insane, dude. I mean, that's on the PGA Tour and stuff. I mean, they just played there this last weekend. Yeah, it's, and they played there with Jim Nance. So I don't know, you know, who that is, but yeah, yeah, let's see. Which is just crazy to me. And Jim Nance, folks, is the the guy that does March Madness games on CBS. He does yep. like Sunday night games and stuff with Tony Romo. Sometimes. He's the, yeah, he's the head guy with Tony. Yep. But he did the Super Bowl with Tony Romo. Uh, it's crazy, dude. Like, it's just surreal to me because he's just like a kid from Eugene, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's how I was doing the thing, too. Like, I watch him play. I'm like, dang, like, I got friends that are, like, just everyday good buddies with, with, with that guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude, there's uh, definitely people that, are like, it's crazy that he went to, like, Oregon with or Sheldon or whatever. And it, to them, it's just, you know, Justin. But, to, like, little kids and stuff, like, that, he's like an idol now to them, you know? Like, I see dudes playing in the park all the time with Justin Herbert, like, Chargers young, and I'm just like, it is insane to me that, pe- like, I mean, he is a good role model. He's just, like, a good, genuinely a good guy, but, like, yeah, people, yeah. like, look up to him now. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's, it's going to be sweet. I, I, I'm praying for his health, obviously. Hopefully he stays healthy and has, you know, a couple more years like he did this year and gets gets that big bag kind of like Tatis just did apparently but <laughs> mm-hmm. we want a big bag for him I mean he already got a big big rookie bag because of uh you know first round but he wants once, more yeah. he's damn near sponsored by everyone so uh, once that rookie contract's up he'll 
he'll get that bag for sure if he keeps playing like he did this year. Yeah, definitely. Hey, man, well, it was real. I appreciate you coming on today. Absolutely, man. Pleasure being here. Glad you had me on. And like you said, we just kind of picked up right where we left off. I always know I can confidently talk sports with you, brother. So oh, yeah, about. for sure. Yeah. Well, hey, man, take it easy. And uh, I'm sure we'll catch up, you know, later in life and everything. So. Yeah, for sure, man. Don't be a stranger. We can call. And... Never be scared to call. All right, for sure, bro. Hey, I appreciate have it. another uh, Natty Light for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I might have one or two more. This uh, this was fun. <laughs> All right, see you, man.